Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In our current series, we are walking through the Psalms, focusing not only on what they say, but also how they are an expression of worship. We're noting how the Psalms encourage us to praise God for who he is and what he has done. We point out the greatness of God and recognize his faithfulness to us in times of trouble. In other words, we praise God, learn of him, and celebrate his goodness. Thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim and Erica have a conversation as we walk through the scriptures, focusing today on Psalms 91. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. And I am Kim Miller alongside Erica Close. Hello, everyone. And we are in Psalm chapter 91 today. And I'm going to read the first half of this or so, and Erica will read the remainder. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Erica, would you lead us in prayer, please? Our kind and most gracious, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for this psalm. And this is a psalm, Lord, that's so familiar to so many of us. And I just ask, Lord, that as we look at this psalm, Lord, that you would just reveal to us the truths that you would have us to speak. 
I pray, Lord, that you would just be in each of us, Lord, that is sitting here recording this podcast and that you would prepare the hearts and the minds of all those that will hear and that you would have us to say, Lord, exactly what those who are listening need to hear. Lord, I pray that you would just reveal to us exactly what it is your Holy Spirit wants us to say and wants us to learn, Lord, as we study together. Lord, we thank you for the privilege of being able to study with you, to be able to study with our listeners. And Lord, we just invite you into this time, and we ask, Lord, that you would just have your hand upon all things. Lord, we love you, and we praise you, and we thank you, and in your name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. And I love this because it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. You know, it's secret to someone who doesn't know Jesus. Yes. But those of us who have committed our life to him and are following after his commands and listening to what he has to say, then we know that secret place. It's a place where we put the rest of the world away. There's nobody else. There's just you and God. And his shadow cast over us to give us a shade and to give us comfort and to help us. Absolutely. And I love, um, my Bible has a little note about the, the hiding place next to the secret place. And there's a song that we often sing about how God is our hiding place. And I love that thinking about this as the secret place, thinking about how we can, we can go and we can hide away and spend time with him. You know, it's like having your little fort when you're a little kid and you're, you know, you're hiding away and nobody can see you and you think you're like somewhere really special, right? But we get to go somewhere just with him. And when we do that, we're under his shadow. And to me, that's a shadow of protection, right? It's a shadow of the, of the from the heat of the sun. It's a shadow that puts us in a place that, that those who may oppose us can't see us. I love how you were saying that he was your shadow. Mm-hmm. And we were both talking about that. And when we do that, we know that he's our refuge and our fortress. And that's where we go when we're in trouble. That's go- where we go when we have problems. That's where we go when we need help. And we do that because we trust in him. And we know that he cannot fail. And I'm so thankful for that because refuge and fortress to me just says, you know, he's my hiding place and yet he's strength, right? And that's where the trust comes in. It's the strength of the protection of the fortress. And verse three goes on to say, you know, he's our deliverer. He will deliver us from snares, right? And from the noisome pestilence. I love that because it's like he will deliver us from the, the traps that the devil will set for us in our lives. But the noisome pestilence to me just means all the noise of the world. I think it also for me means like the little frustrations. Like little bugs, like little pests. Like the things that just annoy you. They're not really going to hurt you or anything. They just annoy you, which makes you not have the abundant joy that God has come that we might have. And not have the effectiveness that God asks us to have for because you're distracted or upset or something has gone you know just a little off but he says that when we come into where he is all of the noise of the world all the frustrations of life all the problems and all the troubles they're not there in that secret place exactly he tells us he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust his truth shall be thy shield and buckler I love that because, you know, when you think about, you know, you're going into battle, you know, you would take a shield and, you know, your buckler, I guess, is like your belt, right? You're that holds you all together. But 
the things that offer us the greatest protection are him. They're not us. They're not anything we have. And it holds us together. Right. He holds us together. He's that buckler. And I also love that he says here that um, when he's talking about truth being our shield, when you stand in the truth, people may not like it. People may not understand it. It may cause you a little bit of grief for the moment, but the truth will set you free. And it will shield you because if you are living in truth, it doesn't matter what anybody says about you. It doesn't matter what happens because the truth is you are doing the right thing and you are following after the Lord and the battle is his. He's going to win it. And so it will shield you from defeat. The truth will shield you from defeat. And the truth lasts. The truth lasts all the time. Like if we go to verse five, thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day. Right. The thing got you all, for all night and all day and for all ways. And in verse six, nor for the pestilence, there's that great word again, that walketh in darkness, for, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday again in the darkness and in the broad light of noonday. Because if you're walking in the truth, you don't care what people see. You don't have anything to hide. And there's no snares and traps in the dark. And he is the truth and he is the light. So if you're following after him, you're good to go. Verse 7 talks about, you know, a thousand will fall and 10,000 will fall at thy right hand, right? There may be battles where so many fall, but it says, but it shall not come nigh to thee. And then it says, only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. He protects us, Erica. And we can see. You know, he gives us eyes to see the consequences of not following him. I think that's one of the greatest gifts is that we can look at things that happen and truly say that, you know, there but for the grace of God go I. And, you know, you see things where people are just destroyed. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think of the grief and the overwhelming sadness when you lose someone you love to death. But as a Christian, we have a hope within us, and especially if that person was a Christian, that we're going to see them again, and and we have the Heavenly Father to lean on and to give our griefs to and to throw our burdens upon Him, and He comes alongside us, and He cares for us, and He takes care of us, and He holds us, and He helps us. And I often think about those who don't have that, and you just watch them crumble. And I think that that's a picture of what this is. Life for the Christian is very different because the Holy Spirit dwells within us and we have a constant communication with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords if we choose. And we can take refuge and shelter in him. We can just hide from the world in the arms of Jesus. What a thought. Absolutely. Verse 9, we can do all those things you just said. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, right? When we choose Jesus, we make him our habitation. We make him the place where our soul dwells, where we dwell. We live Jesus. We speak him. We think him. We talk to him. We love him. And we follow and obey him. He is our home. 
You know, home's that place you go to where you just feel good when you go in. Even if everything else is falling apart, when you go home, you just feel good. He's our home. Verse 10 says, There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. And I would say that that, that dwelling that the psalmist is referring to here is that habitation, that, that heaven, the, the Jesus habitation, it's right? the secret place. The secret place where our soul dwells. And I'm telling you, when you walk with Jesus, you may have troubles in this world, but nothing can take away that peace that he gives. And nothing can take him away. The world didn't give it to you, and the world can't take it away. Verse 11 says, For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. I am thankful that I've got angels that minister to me. Amen. And that are around me. And other places in Scripture, the psalmist David says that he gives his angels charge over thee, but he says that you can't even dash your foot against the stone. They are protecting us. But only if we're in the places the angels can go. Ooh. If you're in a place that Jesus doesn't want you, I don't think you have the protection of the angel around you because he's not going where Jesus says no. I think there are definitely times when we can get ourselves in the wrong place and out of the wrong and out of the protection yeah. because we've just gone so far away from the Lord's plan for us and for our lives and his will for our lives. If we keep going on about, um, you know, the protection that we have with the angels and, you know, with God as our habitation, verse 13 says, you know, you can, you shall tread upon the lion and the adder. Like you can step on big lions. You can step on snakes because you have God doing that for you, right? You have the the power of God. You are powerful in the Holy Spirit around you and he's fighting the battle. So these enemies, these things that would grab you or come nigh unto you don't have any authority over you or power against you. So when we're in the center of God's will, living in obedience, that's when we live the life of the authority of Christ in us. The last three verses. Oh, verse 14. You can't lump 14. Take off and go. 14 is one of my favorite phrases in the entire scripture. He says, because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. And that is the psalmist David talking about because he has loved the Lord, the Lord's going to deliver him. That's a promise. Mm -hmm. That is a concrete fact. It's not like, you know, you place your money in the stocks and they tell you, you know, you're going to get thus and such return. Well, you hope you do, and it can go up and it can go down, and it just constantly is, is moving. That isn't what Jesus is. You can take his promises to the bank. They are true. They are real, and they always work. And he says, when we put our faith and our trust in him, when we set our love on him, when he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords of our heart, when he is what we are focused on and what we love, you can be sure he will deliver you. If we look at the promise in 15, 15 says, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. 
even just that part is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. We can call upon the Lord and the Lord promises to answer. Then it says, I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and I will honor him. The Lord will be with us in our trouble. He will deliver us from our trouble and he will bring honor to us because we're doing what he wants. Because if you look at the last part of verse 14, he says, because he has known my name. That means because we have spiritual knowledge, because we know the characteristics of God. Do you really understand that when we read the scriptures, it was the word made flesh that dwelt among us. And we can know Jesus, and because we can know Jesus, we can know God. And the Holy Spirit within us is teaching us and helping us to understand what it is that we read. He wants us to know him. And because the psalmist David says, because he knew him, That's why he set him on high. We are rewarded. We are lifted up. We are favored by God simply because we love him. And honestly, what is there not to love? Absolutely. Absolutely. The last verse in this wonderful psalm is a promise of a long life. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I love that he's always showing us something. Mm-hmm. And I guess my question to those who are listening and, and to us is are we looking to get something revealed to us every time that we hear the word of God preached or sit down and read it ourselves or come to him in prayer? Do we come with the expectation? See, I think the psalmist David did, and I think this psalm explains to us that he will satisfy us. Not just that we have a long life. We have a long, satisfied life. And, I think, and he'll show us. And I think that so much of what the world is looking for is satisfaction. And we look for satisfaction in the wrong places so often. But we are promised a long, satisfied life when we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. You get that that's what he wanted and intended for us all along. When he put Adam and Eve in the garden. That was a long life of satisfaction. And in this, when he breathed life into us, there's a peace inside of us that only he can satisfy. But we have to place our love upon him. And then he will fill us to overflowing with his love, his grace, his mercy, and a long life full of the joy and abundance of God. And we truly will be satisfied. Well, I believe you and I could probably talk about the Psalm 91 for... The rest of the day, or maybe even the rest of the week. We could go to the beginning and start over. But we will we'll let them read and come to their own conclusions about what God is saying to them in Psalm 91. But I believe we can all reach this conclusion, that when you set your love on him, he will bless you abundantly. Amen. It is our prayer that you know him personally, that you walk with him and talk with him, And that these times of study that you spend with us as we're walking through the scriptures, just really just talking about them and enjoying the journey of the scriptures, that it sparks an interest in you and motivates you and inspires you to really study the scriptures. We're not studying the scriptures right now. We're playing in the scriptures when we're with you. But what a wonderful, wonderful time of learning it is and a time of worship. 
And so we're asking you to spend time in the scriptures, study them, know them, understand them, but play in them and worship with them and allow them to just bring joy and gladness to your heart. Remember you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Girl